Guys, it is getting crazy out there. Their Walmart is closing stores. Walmart. Walmart's closing in major cities. It's crazy. Crime has picked up. <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy out there. I mean, when I found out that Bed Bath & Beyond was on the verge of Chapter 11, my world was turned upside down. I was like, what do you mean? Where am I going to shop for pillows I don't need? Where are they going to sell me Tempur-Pedic and simple human trash cans? So I, I don't know. There, there's a lot of things happening right now, but let's let's get into all of this. It's all happening. Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the show that brings you hilarious, unapologetic conversations only these neighbors can have. Join them and guests in their weekly mission to expand the neighborhood. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's going on, guys? How are you loyal neighbors out there? Lovely, lovely loyal neighbors. They are uh, loyal neighbors. They are loyal. They're, li- they're listening to us. They are. They're very loyal. <laughs> we appreciate your loyalty very much. It's highly Absolutely. valued. You know, we are Irish Italian after all, so loyalty is sort of everything. Something like that. I mean, some kind of mix. I mean, I, I may have some Greek in me or something. I don't know. Do you use Windex to, like, fix everything? No. <laughs> But by the way, they are going to have another uh, another Greek movie coming out. Another another Greek movie? No, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, my right. big, fat big fat Greek, Greek wedding, wedding. Yeah, part yeah, yeah. two. Yeah, the Windex. <laughs> he, he picked up on it. He I, I up. knew what was going on. I'm was sure going. that you did too. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, how are you guys out there? Make sure you uh, take a moment to hit that subscribe button and that little notification bell so you can find out when we get new material up there so you'll never miss anything. Uh, also, you know, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And uh, always love to hear your comments, so feel free to leave those. How does that go again? Is it like, subscribe, and follow? follow Is yeah. that the order? Yeah, I yeah. will follow, like, subscribe, whatever you want to do. We should, uh, we should we just appreciate that. that. Again. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Yeah, you can subscribe, <laughs> then like, and then follow if you, if you feel so inclined. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, today we are getting into a lot of heavy stuff. We're going to be talking about crime and there's and that word again. Corporate things going awry and and stores closing and you know uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, yes, lots of things are happening. Uh, Philip, once you get us into this, it's all happening, Brian. I thought I mentioned this earlier. Honestly, it, it is interesting stuff going on right now. Actually, Mr. Chambers here turned me on to this by sending me a link to a YouTube video that was about a TikTok post. Yeah, and, and that's what you know. It's so funny because a lot of TikTok posts are now getting posted on YouTube. It's 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 weird that that's where our information is starting to come from. Well, yeah, it's like official tweets are, are like how you know from everyone now. It's like TikTok. The yeah, the blue check. The blue check yeah, so it was TikTok going to have like a little? Yeah, little I want to apologize <laughs> in advance to all of you that may follow uh, us on Twitter. I don't think we have our blue check yet. Uh, no, but it, no. but anything from neighbors don't knock is neighbors don't knock. Yeah, Mr. Musk, I'm sorry. That one. Uh, you know, <laughs> You're not there, getting my $7 right now. <laughs> no, no. And, and quite frankly, if people out there like actually uh, becoming imposters of neighbors that knock, it means we, we, we've made it quite far. So yeah, I'll, there I'll be, we go. I'll be happy if somebody's out there so trying cop- to spoof We have our a copycat. <laughs> we, yeah. we got our own copycat. Careful what you wish for, right? Because now I'm going to be like, <laughs> Brian, you won't believe it. <laughs> Somebody cloned NDK. So, so interestingly, um, here we are on a podcast and a YouTube channel talking about another YouTube video that was talking about a TikTok video. Wow, digest that for a second. 
I was trying, but this, <laughs> then you looked at me. I thought I had to respond. This particular YouTube video was posted on April 19th, uh, 2023. And since then, it has had almost 1.1 million views. So obviously, this is a fairly hot topic. And the topic is about shoplifting. But specifically, this one is about what retailers are doing to try to curb the shoplifting epidemic that we have going on sort of all throughout, um, not just the United States, but throughout the entire Western world, interestingly enough. Well, yeah, I mean, and we talk about this in a, a jokey manner sometimes of, you know, when you were a kid, did you ever take anything or anything like that? You know, guilty. I, I mean, yes, but I I was the same way, but I my parents actually brought me back to the store to return it. I can relate. And I had to, you know, of course, I'm like bawling or crying, right? Because they make you say, you know, like up to the owner and things like that. So I, but what we're talking about is not kids. We're not, we're not talking about six year olds that are taking no, a, a I did it to my five year old. I brought her back in a CVS. She stole a little piece of candy. We had to talk with the manager. And yeah, yeah, I mean, we're not talking about that. We are talking about adults. And people that know better that just for some reason think that it's okay or they have their right or privilege just to take something. It's it's like they're not gonna like these stores won't miss it because oh they have so much. I'm you know, what do they need this for? You know, it's definitely gotten a little weird. And I think that we can all agree that just from pure sort of circumstantial evidence we've all seen this escalating really since the riots of like the 1980s and 1990s right the, the riots on the west coast were the first ones to really have like the big looting of like the big box stores people just like smash the front window and go in and they're walking I'll off never the television i'll never stuff. get that i mean yeah. I, I just don't get that why but so it's gotten worse. Now we've seen it for every major disaster. So for every hurricane, we can expect looting. For every you know big fire that happens, we can expect looting in the area. For the pandemic, there was looting all over the place. Yeah, but I mean, but the thing that what kills me that when you have natural disasters and and things go kind of crazy, should that happen? No, but that does. Not saying that that it's needs to be forgiven, but. Like the incident, and we'll, we'll I know where I'm jumping off topic from your your video, but we'll go back. Like the incident in Chicago where kids were just downtown and thought it was, you know, they just were breaking shit and jumping on cars, taking people out of their car and and lighting things on fire and you know on That's public weird. buses. I mean, I mean, I thought that only happened in Philadelphia after sporting events. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the weird thing because. You, for us, I guess the no it's normal for us to be like, oh, they just won a championship. They they can go light half the city on fire. Go, we just yeah, go go crazy. set a couch ablaze in the streets. <laughs> Flip but, over a couple of Volkswagens. But we're seeing this in in a lo in a lot of cities um, where it's just younger kids are just vandalizing or just doing things because yep. they can. Yeah. Well, we're definitely seeing the whole vandalism thing go up, but but specifically when it comes back to the shoplifting problem, it's really interesting because you were sort of touching on it. What we all have sort of become too used to seeing in the news are these headlines about people literally just walking into big box stores and ransacking the place broad daylight right in front of security guards walking out and looking at like what oh, try to stop me people people actually i mean they they pull their cars up right in front and are just loading stuff up 
and people are even saying something and and it's not phasing them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just it's nuts to me. It is it is crazy. But you know, did you know that sometimes the stores the employees can't really do anything about this? Have you ever worked in big box retail before? I have not. So I specifically. Had, in a different life, I had the pleasure of working for Best Buy up in Ithaca, New York. And I was selling computers for them. And when we were training, uh, when I first got the job and was going through the, the employee training and HR and all of that, interestingly, shoplifting was a really big deal. And the really big deal about it was we were instructed, if we catch anybody shoplifting, we notify security. Do not try to stop the person. Do not even step in front of them and block their exit. Ah, so they just they just follow the serial numbers and stuff. But it's even worse. We were told that if we did attempt to stop somebody from leaving the store, oh, they're not liable. What will happen to you? We'll get fired immediately. Oh, you'll get fired. Yeah, it was a fireable offense to attempt in any way, just to even block somebody's exit, because they were so afraid in New York State specifically that they would be sued. Oh, if you something happened to you? No, if something happened to the perpetrator. If something happened to the person who was oh, allegedly that, shoplifting. Doesn't that seem ass backwards, right there? It's, it's way ass. It was backwards. like I was like, no, we don't really care what Bass happens backwards. to you. <laughs> we don't care what happens to our employee, but the criminal. Heaven forbid. <laughs> and Brian, I'm not kidding. You know? We were not even allowed just to stand in front of them and block their exit. That was against their rights. I, <sighs> Pretty crazy, right? Whatever happened to the citizen's arrest? I, Apparently, I, it doesn't exist anymore. I I don't I I really don't know. I mean, but all these stores now, it, it you may think you're getting away with with something. You know, you may think that you're uh well they didn't notice or whatever it went off. I got it. But this the tech that they have in these stores and the camera, especially. I mean, the self checkouts and the other. You know, just because it's a self checkout doesn't mean that someone's not noticing that you're taking stuff. Like they have incredible technology with these cameras and the way things and and things put in place. I mean, I was watching something uh, that Walmart like they have a screen that comes up that you know if they think you skipped a bagging deal or something like that, where they you have to the cashier or someone else has to come help you assist you. But that screen is specifically for security reasons, not because something went wrong. So see, this is why Mr. Chambers here is a professional of the two of us, because that was a brilliant segue. You really led right into it. That's exactly what this video and this story was about. The story is about big retail using AI to try to resolve their shoplifting crisis that they're going through. And it's fascinating because the AI component is most definitely facial tracking software. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense because not only are you sort of minority report style on all the cameras that are floating all around you when you walk in. But when you are in that self-checkout self aisle, there are cameras right up in your grill. I mean, they're right there. You can't be missed. There, there are employees who have stated and done, you know, interviews saying that who, who've worked for some of these companies, and they say that those cameras are so good they could read the text messages off your phone. Indeed, and that's what brings up some of the concern and trepidation about it. The question becomes, if you're using AI for your anti-shoplifting methods, where is the line when you go too far? Is it facial recognition? Is it the fact that they can do things like read the text off your wristwatch or your cell phone as they're coming in, hear your earbuds even though you don't think they can because the sound systems are so good, the microphones are so good. Where is that data being stored? Is it being destroyed? Are they using facial recognition for pattern recognition? Are they trying to get repeat shoplifters? 
if they are, that data has to be stored somewhere. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's not like I want someone taking my phone calls and and publicizing them and things like that. Um, I don't think, I don't think they should hold up in a if forever. I was in some court case and you know those get pulled up for something. Oh, we have them from Walmart or at Target or wherever. Right. You know, and then this is what he said on a phone call and blah blah blah. I I don't I don't think that should be used or be available to them but as far as the facial recognition i I think it's fair game that you're in their store that that if you're in their store i I think that that i think that is fair game uh as far as facial recognition and video surveillance of stuff and if and you know like like the government like they're you make a phone call or you put something out and you say any number of highly I, I guess triggered words we should say like you your stuff gets run through computers and stuff all the time you're right so president biden is senile oh <laughs> shoot that just went out there oh, yeah but, now we're in trouble Brian. but but i'm saying though i but they they, they do you start saying i mean it's it's like kind of like saying bomb in an airport right yeah don't do that i did yeah. that once Oh, trying to be funny? Bad news bears. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was not funny when I was in the little room being questioned after somebody's boot was in my neck and I was on the ground getting cuffed. Yeah. Dead so, serious. It, it happened. So so there you go, guys. It was um, bad news. But, but I'm just saying, but there are there are words and things like that that, that trigger things, you know, and so I, I can understand following up with that. But as far as being in the stores, I mean, the fact that people are just walking out and especially... Because they don't think anyone's looking. They don't yeah. think they think they can get away with and, and what they're also doing, it's not that when they don't stop them, at least a, a lot of stores now that I, I've looked at, they let the case build. Right. So, so so they're not they're not taking like you you may think you're like, well, I just I just jacked like twenty dollars worth of stuff, right? Well, if you continuously take now you'll be flagged and things like that, I'm sure, but if you continue to take or or a certain amount then they're going to build a, a big enough case to where you're now committing, you know, a so, much higher so level So this is crime. the idea. This is the idea. And this is what the Walmart employees were allegedly trying to sort of blow the whistle on, even though I'm not sure that they really fall under any kind of whistleblower status here because I'm not sure that Walmart is doing anything illegal. But they I were mean, all... Protecting their own investment. They were up in arms about the fact that the data is being stored to build cases against people. Now, I'm seeing exactly what you're saying. The argument you're laying out is, well, you're in their store, which means you're on their property. There are signs everywhere saying, heads up, you are under surveillance at all times in this store. Is it their right to keep the images of you? I mean, I would argue that legally, it probably is. Yeah, I mean, now am I a fan of Walmart? No, I don't shop at Walmart. I don't shop <gasps> at Walmart. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't shop at Walmart. It's uh, awful, my Hemi. I, <laughs> I think I went to summer camp with his grandson, Sam, Sam Walton. I see. I think I, I don't. I don't think I knew who he was at the time, yeah. though. But anyway, I, I'm I'm quite I, convinced I that Walmart that. is actually the devil. But I, I, so I don't. I, so I'm not a fan. I, I, yeah, I don't. Either, but. I'm with you. I, I don't have any. Like I, I'm not concerned. So for all of you guys that are like, oh, you, you, you know, I'm not concerned about Walmart. I don't have against. I don't have anything against anyone who loves Walmart because I get it. You're not it's, defending Walmart's case. I'm not defending Walmart's case, but I, I'm not trying to go against anyone that is a big Walmart shopper because I get that you can value shop at Walmart, which 
with all this stuff happening and looting and things going on, there are stores that are closing down in certain areas because of the crime, and it doesn't make sense. So when you're saying, well, you don't think that you're saying that maybe they should dial back or if people are having the case that we should take we need, you know, our privacy and dial back. Well, the stores are getting robbed. Yeah, they're, they're, they're losing money. And then and then when they close down, people go insane because right. they're like they're blaming the store because they their their community looted. You know the the Walmart because there was I think two in Chicago specifically and they were completely ransacked and looted. Indeed. I mean, what what do you what do you do with that? No, it doesn't make any sense. Why why would you stay? Right. And let's put some numbers to this just so we have some context. There was a Forbes article that came out in December of 2022. It was called Walmart thefts are on the rise, but your portfolio doesn't have to take a hit too because they were trying to talk about people's investment in Walmart. Uh, interestingly, they cite the combined retail theft losses in the United States from 2021, the previous fiscal year, as a hundred billion dollars in combined write-offs. That's one hundred billion dollar problem. That's a lot of write-offs. That's a lot of write-offs. So obviously, we have a very, very serious problem. There's no question about it. But again, what is the line? Like, have you been into any of the Walgreens recently that have the plastic lock screens up on, like, everything? You can't even buy a tube of toothpaste because you had to get a manager to get a key. And I get it. I, I've seen this, uh, on the news in some places where they actually put something in a tube, like a locked tube, and you have to bring you know, certain items. It's crazy. I'm know? waiting for like a claw to come out and nip at my hands. As I mean, I'm we're talking about things like some razor blades. Well, we're talking things like not even razor blades. We're talking like baby formula and things like that, yeah. that, you know, well, and, th and that is obviously representative of the problem because the problem is literally everything's being stolen now. Yeah. And, and I, I don't understand that where we have gotten to a, a point in this country where <laughs> that's a fundamentally like, that's a fundamental law that, you know, that this is right. This is wrong. They're like, I didn't pay for this. I didn't earn this, whether, you know, whether you pay for it or not. There's no way that I earn this. Or someone just thinking that they deserve it, the entitlement. I, I, I mean, I may, it goes back to a little bit of entitlement. We, we're kind of living now where a lot of people just feel that they're owed something. Yeah. Well, here you go. Here is the, uh, the um, CEO, excuse me, of Macy's interesting uh, example to use, hmm. talking about their losses of the fiscal year 2021 in a Wall Street Journal article from March 12th. And they said they expected that their losses to have grown to $600 million just at Macy's, a company that's in bankruptcy. So that's even worse, right? That's terrible. But $600 million in one year for one company in theft. I mean, what what are we going to end up having to do? It's it's all going to be like delivery service stuff. I mean, you're, you, people won't actually be able to go into the store anymore. You're just going to have to have their own like their own employees deliver things. I'm sort of waiting for the porch pirates to have their own ships. They just sort of <laughs> sail up the streets for the Amazon packages, right? Yarr, another one, a UPS truck, mateys. I mean, if they want to get a job, that was my best pirate voice, by the you way. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that was my all-time best. I was gonna right let there. it. I was gonna let it go. Awful! But, I can't. I can't do a pirate. But I've done worse impressions. So <laughs> now I, I just it 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 really it really bothers me to see that this is happening and not. I mean, there are things that happen here in our community that, but we haven't seen anything shut down though. Not that I'm aware. Not that I'm aware of. Um, but not saying that. Not saying that 
theft and things aren't happening. Uh, but you're seeing in a, a, a lot of, you know, Oregon, like Portland area specifically has had a lot of crime uh, really getting very high. They're a very progressive city. Chicago, again, we're seen as a very progressive city. Um, you know, I'm not right wing, left wing, you know, but you're seeing a very far left type of yeah. liberals I, in those in those cities where you're seeing a lot of this stuff start to happen. And I'm I'm not I'm not blaming liberals, but I'm saying there's a lot of things that are happening that are very, very progressive that they're trying and it doesn't seem to be working. Well I will say that that you know me. I'm I'm quite conservative politically. I'm quite right wing when it really comes down to it actually. And I still would advise caution about picking out cities one by one to use as examples because I'm pretty sure that if you, you know, were not living in Houston, for example, and looked in on Houston from the outside, you'd be like, oh my gosh, your crime's out of control, your murder's out of control. Every major our cr- city, our crime every is high. City, we have it's, we have high crime up here. There. Yeah, and it's getting worse. Right? But, we we know this is a problem. But just saying it specifically because we're talking about this problem, you know, and it is within recent that Walmart, specifically Walmart, pulled a closed down shops in both portland and chicago they i mean they both did because and portland mostly because it, they were getting robbed and, yeah and, and the chicago ones that it was the same thing and there's 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 a tiktok video it was incredible that this this woman went in there and she's just like this is ridiculous like i'm not going to steal anything you know but like nothing on the shelves Right, but and then they're blaming Walmart. Yes, and, and again, I'm not defending Walmart by any means. It's not played, but they're blaming Walmart for the problems. And then you have a new mayor that's coming in, like with what happened downtown in Chicago, with all that saying, "Don't demonize the kids." Right, which is an issue, and yeah. obviously, catch you know, and release is an issue. And and when it comes down to shoplifting, it doesn't take a genius to know these are mostly repeat offenders. You don't just decide one day you're going to walk in and pull a TV off the wall and like a Best Buy and not have done that before. Well, and and the other thing is DAs and other other lawmakers are are, are trying to lower the level of the severity of the crimes. So it's so bad that as of uh, February of 2023, New York City has started asking shoppers to pull their masks off when they're walking into major retailers, specifically so cameras can get their face for facial recognition because their repeat offender problem is so bad. And New York City is a considerably liberal city. To, it is to your point from it, earlier. Well, so. that's what I'm saying. And and New York has right now there they have a lot of crime and stuff happening as well. So they're of course and they're, and they're seeing they're seeing the problem and they're all feeling the hurt. But here's something interesting. So again, same um, Wall Street Journal article from March of this year. The article is called "Shoplifting Climbs as In-Store Shopping Returns," cites a case from back in 2021 where a Michigan man is suing the city of Detroit and the police chief of Detroit, of Detroit, forgive me, for wrongfully arresting him based on facial recognition technology that erroneously matched him to a known repeat offender shoplifter. Uh, he's suing? He, so he's suing? He's suing. It was a Shinola store where he was arrested. Where he and you know, it, it seems that it's already kind of been acknowledged that they wrongfully arrested him. Like, oh, our bad. Um, and he's suing. Now, I know from experience that when you try to sue a municipality, good luck. Yeah. It, very I, unlikely that he's going to get very far, I, I but it does bring care. up an interesting case. I mean, I don't care for that. He was wrongfully arrested. I mean, that, you know, that let that play out the way it needs to play out. I, I mean, I if I if that were me, too, I would 
feel yeah. like I so had a case So put yourself too. in his shoes. Say you do go wandering into, we know you're not a Walmart fan, so we won't use that, but let's say you go wandering into like an Apple store and all of a sudden you okay. get cuffs slapped on you and it turns out to be an error after being dragged downtown and processed. Oh, and- I, I have no, no problem with anyone going at the system for that. But, I mean, the question, do we, I guess the question that I am more curious to answer uh, or, or hear from you is do you think that our government should be the ones that are dealing with this? You know, because because they are. They're they're making certain crimes, like stealing a car, a misdemeanor. You know, there was there was a story the other day where where they these kids stole a car and then hit another car, killing a small child, and it was not. I mean, it was dumbed down to like a misdemeanor. Interesting. You, you know, I mean, it's 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 is it the politicians that we have to worry about, or is it the the big retailers with with all the with everything? You you know what I mean? It, so, I, I my question to you is: Do you think that it's getting out of hand, or that they don't have any rights to be doing any of this, and people are just pointing the finger at them? But then, who does it fall on to to help with this issue? Because someone has to help with this issue, and it doesn't seem like a lot of the politicians and the way that things are going are are leaning that way. So I'm okay with the retailers having the AI and to do this. Now, I I think it's absolutely fine for someone to that's your your given right to sue or argue or against if you have a case or something like that. I'd be ticked. I I would be. I I mean I I would I I don't know if I would sue, but maybe. You know, I can't say I'm not necessarily in that position, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't put it out of the question. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know. So, what, what do you, I'm, that's what I'm more curious for about you. I think that he have a much better shot at suing Shinola since that's where he was arrested, rather than suing the municipality and the police chief. But that's just my opinion on it. You know, I don't know. My concern, and I and I hate to sound a little liberal, given especially my my right leaning tendencies. <laughs> it's it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I tend to lead. Uh, my my concern is that. When it comes down to AI, when it comes down to programming algorithms that are out there and looking for things like repeat offenses, if the data is being stored on servers, even if it's being you know, fully encrypted and masked in a way where you can't really identify exactly who the person is, things like that, it's going to be looking for what it perceives to be patterns. It's going to start its own pattern recognition. I would be a little bit concerned or at least interested in being assured that the AI wasn't able to learn to do things like racially profile on its own, right? So yeah, if you're if you're in a yeah. demographic, for example, where you know the majority of your shoppers are of X, Y, or Z race or ethnic background, you could very easily make a case that the AI could could dangerously sway its its processes towards those you know racial backgrounds or ethnicities, and then apply it to a larger scale where it might not be the case, and that's that's terrifying to me. So I think that I'm cool personally with these stores doing this. I'm cool with them taking my picture and keeping it. I think it's their right. Like you said earlier, you're in their store. It's their stuff. It's their property. They I mean, you're own everything a, there until you're making you a choice it. to to shop there. Right. And, and as long as they give you full disclosure of what they're there. doing, I'm good with it. But I would like some assurances from them. Hey, here's how we deal with the data. You can go to our website. You can look at exactly what the algos are doing with the data just so that we know that it's not being used for a little more nefarious or even accidentally um, inappropriate things, right? 
Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years of experience in podcasting, acting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices. That's right. To learn more, visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com. The two things have to happen, right? One, I think that in terms of being upset, let's say, about the extreme measures these retailers are going to to try to solve their shoplifting problem, if you don't like it, don't shop at the store. Vote with your dollars. They'll get the idea. We're already seeing Walgreens, for example. We used that plastic wall earlier in the show. They're starting to pull those down because people reacted so yeah. poorly to it. Yeah. So they will learn their lessons and take their lumps when they see their shoppers pulling away from spending money in their stores. Yeah, but but what they won't what they won't do or what's not going to help your case is by looting or robbing them because you feel that they disrespected you and they owe you. This whole thing about someone owing me, that that's the other thing. We got to get rid of that whole mentality. Sure. But, I mean that and that's the second problem. The second problem is that we have this like Aladdin loaf of bread sort of conversation about this and that's not what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people ransacking stores from everything from jewelry to tablets, computers, cell phones, all the way to your toothpaste and shaving cream. Yeah, creams. it's not people just taking, oh, I ne- I needed actual food or something. No. But and and what's going to happen? They're going to close down. They're going to be like, I'm not dealing with this, and they're going to be gone, and they're going to be removed from that part of the community, and it's slowly going to affect more than just one person. So I don't know what has to happen for the rest of the community to look at this and see other people and be like, stop it. Yeah, well, we know we're not going to go boondock saints and everybody and sort of like take justice into our own hands. So what I do hope, and I do hope... Uh, you listeners and, and you YouTube viewers of Neighbors Don't Knock think about is just getting involved with your local politicians. You know, write the people that set the laws about these kind of things. You know, we don't have to be inhumane to agree that someone's going to go shoplifting every single time they're out on the streets. They shouldn't be out on the streets. I can empathize with a lot of people, and and, and you guys is, might be going through something that I have no idea about. And I'm sorry about that. And and that just doesn't automatically mean that you just should get the right to take from somebody else. I agree. And, you know, the whole Karen phenomenon that was birthed during the pandemic, maybe we should have facial recognition that tracks down all those people that are like, can I talk to your manager? Right. And make them the security for the retail stores. They'd be amazing at it. Like, I saw you. Oh, yeah. They'd annoy everyone so bad that they'd never come back. You didn't swipe that loaf of bread. You didn't scan it. (laughs) Is that to be a prerequisite? (laughs) Now you have to say, oh, I see you're an experience, a two year experience, Karen. Oh, wow. (laughs) We only needed a year experience. So, wow. (laughs) They get paid more if they've been a they've been a quote unquote Karen for a longer period of time. Like, oh, we have her on facial recognition. She's been a nightmare for years. Hire her to be the white. Great. The yellow shirt or whatever it is. So, so, uh, uh, this whole episode, I have to say, is reminding me of almost every single line, though, from My Blue Heaven and, like, every single gag. The Steve Martin movie, he's in the grocery store and he finds the... The, um, the discount, the, the sale, or the discount He finds the, yeah, the gun that tags yeah. everything. He's tagging all the meat, 88 up or on 90 three cents. cents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something. He, the clerk he gets, is just... It's, like, ringing up, like, basically $1,000 worth of stuff, and it's, like, it's so 20, 20 it's bucks. Like, boop, <laughs> boop, boop. 
<laughs> you know, and the cleric's just, whoa, this is, wow. <laughs> there's not really, so funny. there's not really an item check or anything. It's just, it's, anyway. Uh, you Have know, a nice day. So I, I, I guess we're going to, you know, before we, before we close this out, I, I guess the question would be for you guys, uh, what do you think? I mean, is it really something that as a society that we need to really take a look at and, and try to change? Or is it these big box, tail, box, box retailers, box tail, but all these retailers and these stores that are abusing the uh, the AI and, and the technology to try to to try to keep their products safe. To, I mean, are we are we are we overreacting to that really? But you know, based on the amount of crime that we continuously see in stores closing because they're losing money, are, are we overreacting uh, as a society about the stores, or is it something we just have to look and look at ourselves in the mirror and be like, we need to do better? I think those are fair questions. It's a very black mirror. If we do look at ourselves, you know, it's an interesting, weird, upside-down world that we live in right now. So something's got to give. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, we're going to jump into one of our other favorite sections. It's time for Neighbor Tweets. Okay, and so our tweets today, our first tweet is comes from Zap Rousedower. What? As a, at giant underscore spam. Um, <laughs> it's he says, my kid needing clarification about my wife's rant about our neighbor. Quote, Mom, what's a narc? End quote. <laughs> this is so appropriate to our conversation. I know. I found I was like, I was like, wow. Well done. <laughs> well, honey, snitches get stitches. <laughs> I mean, what's a narc? I wow. mean, how do you have you explained that to your daughter? What a narc is? Yeah, yeah. My daughter went through a phase of like narking everybody out. Do you have little... like an East Coast style of schooling that that goes on? Like, yeah, like the under, you know, every household teaches. Where do you think the expression snitches <laughs> got get stitches came? And believe me, it wasn't like I'm, I'm San so Diego. I, I'm sorry, honey. Today we need to teach you New York style. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, why are those <laughs> shoes made out of concrete? Well, lesson, lesson number four. <laughs> let's take a trip to Lake Mead. Um, yeah, I, you know, I I have had conversations with my daughter about it because it's very much a um, a question of the fine line between being something just none of your business or if you should say something if you see something like we all heard so much after 9-11 well I, I mean do you do you say that about other people though kind of like how how he said it about his neighbor i mean do you call have you ever called a neighbor a narc narc <laughs> uh not in my adult life no you know i've gotten boring man so i'm pretty much of the mentality now like, okay well, you should say something if you see something cause well yeah I, I just i just don't know i mean how I dare they put that dog poop in my trash can yeah, I just don't know how. For me, it just doesn't seem like a common expression. But I, I don't know if it's something that other people talk about their neighbors is like, man. You turn right to the damn Yankee, huh? Yeah, yeah. You're like, is that a New England thing? <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> that's why I'd ask. I was like, I, I know it's not a Southern. Thing. I ain't no knock. I ain't no rat. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it's something we should go around calling our neighbors personally, but I, I just yeah. didn't know if it was... Uh, There's that My Blue Heaven thing again. You dirty rat. Yeah, yeah. so, all right. Well, uh, I think you should be a little more cautious about maybe how you phrase, thing about, or phrase things about your neighbors in front of your children because they they're like sponges. 
Yeah, just so. go just go back to the classic, you know, Rooney, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Move on. There, there, it's, there it's you right. go. There you go. Teach a narc asshole. That's a better word. Well, there's Bueller <laughs> there lesson. There we go. Uh, all right. Uh, our next tweet, uh, it comes from Sarah G. And uh, this one to me, uh, it just, I, I just, it spoke way too. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll just read it. Uh, Sarah G says, today's airplane behavior rant. If you are on the aisle, you have to be prepared to get up if the window seat wants to get up. My seat neighbor today is making me climb over him when I want to get up. Unhinged behavior. Well, uh, we've had quite, we've talked about airline behavior. It's ruckusy. It's ruckusy it, up in the skies. It, <laughs> I'm not sure we can call them the friendly skies anymore. I'm thinking that slogan needs to be just completely no, I, wiped I, away. I, not unless you're flying uh, on a G5 or you know, like pure business class. I I don't think it'd be called friendly skies either. If you're flying commercial economy, <laughs> it's, it's gotten big, big rough. Frontier up there. or Spirit or Southwest. I I don't think that. I think it's just it's stress. It's stress in a tube. Okay, and a metal so, tube with wings. So, yeah, I, I'll chime in on this one a little bit because, I, I, well, first of all, I'm refraining from asking if Sarah is Kenny G's daughter. Um, well, you just did, but I, I can't confirm or deny it, so I don't know. But I, but I will say <laughs> that it is telling the way she worded this because she didn't ever mention, like, oh, I have to use the bathroom or I have to get my bag, therefore you should be courteous and move. It was, no, no, no. If well, I want to get up, the person in the aisle has to get up. Which leads me to wonder, how many times did she get up on this flight before the dude was finally no? Okay, but that that's where I was going to jump to. Because if if someone's getting up, it, like, I, I don't need them to ask me, like, hey, and say, hey, I'm getting up. Yeah, that's that's nice. Thank you. I appreciate the, the heads up, especially if I'm, like, doing something or whatever. But if you see someone on the window, like, get up, there's nowhere for them to go. So they can start a wave, I mean, <laughs> and then when the person just barrel roll right past them, I tuck mean, and dive. If you don't see them reaching for something under their seat, I'm assuming the only reason they're getting up is to go out of the, you know, to the bathroom or, or you know, get out of their seat. So I would probably, I would get up, but at the same time, I'm with you. If it's someone who constantly gets up and down. Like, I mean, I would get annoyed. At one point, I would probably stop getting up because I, or I would be like, are you, I'd have to ask, are you okay? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't think I'd jump right to, uh, would like, you like some emodium. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think I would jump right to you. You know, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know if I'd go right that, <laughs> but I, I would, I'd probably be like, is there something wrong? Do you yeah. have a do you have a medical issue or something? Because I was like, it's this is, or or ask them, hey, can you stop getting up? It's is it's it got fear of blood clots. I mean, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, maybe just ask to switch seats. Yeah, it is I mean, little, it becomes it is an weird. issue. And if you're a person that needs to get up that often, freaking book an aisle seat. Just book an aisle seat. You make a good point. It's not always an option, but if it is, that is a good point. You well, know, not if you're on Southwest, unless you get there like it's a really early. Particular problem now too, right? Because if you ever fly, you look around the airplane. I would say about sixty-five, maybe even seventy-five percent of the tray tables are down 
almost the entire flight. Laptops, tablets, cell yeah, phones. People, yeah, because exactly. people are working on stuff. Yeah, it's a lot harder now to manipulate everything to let somebody buy on the yeah, plane. Yeah, before it was, be. you used to, you could put on your Walkman if you had broad. You're plugged you, into Or you're plugged into armrest. armrest. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's sort of, it's, it's Like you have your own, your, your own little office setup or whatever, you know? So, I, I mean... So Sarah, I I guess I I understand a little bit of your frustration, um, you know. But maybe try, like you said, asking. Maybe maybe just go that route. Don't just. I mean, I I'm with you. If you someone stood up, I I obviously know you need to go somewhere. Sometimes people don't get the hint. Yeah, yeah, and you they know you could always just fly up front of the bus with uh, Papa Kenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fly private. There you go. Done. Clarinet. <laughs> oh well. Uh so there you go. But that will do it. <laughs> For another edition of Neighbor Tweets. All right. Well, uh Philip, I think we've exhausted this one a little bit. Uh, some good things out there, but also some craziness still happening in this world. Indeed. But I'd like to know what you think. I'm interested in your comments. I would love you to post up, leave us a pod inbox message at podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock. However you see fit to do it. Yeah. I want to hear about what you think about this whole shoplifting situation. Are we overreacting? Or is big retail overreacting? Yeah, is there a common ground? Yeah, put something in the comments below, uh, and we'll uh, we'll we'll check it out. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, but uh, I, I think we are gonna wrap this one up and get out of here. As always, make sure you guys follow, like, and subscribe. Hit that little bell and the notification when you are notified. Then when new content and material comes about, and uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. We love to hear from you guys. Indeed. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Out, you dirty rat. <laughs>